Welcome to the Sal Vetri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the podcast and the YouTube channel. Sal Vetri here, and today we have a six-game LPL and LCK, the China and South Korean League of Legends League, starting for Friday, April 3rd. It's going to start at 2 a.m. East Coast time, so just a reminder. And then we get the weekend back where we'll have uh, some of the other leagues joining back in. We'll also have Rocket League joining back in on Saturday. So pretty excited for all this. Esports are in the full go as the weekend approaches all across the globe. Welcome if you're brand new here. I do cover daily fantasy sports and a variety of different sports. And yes, with the sports apocalypse going on right now, esports is where all the action is going in the DFS and fantasy space as of right now, this current second, a snapshot in time. So pretty excited to continue breaking it down here. If you want further analysis, this will just be sort of a an early look, obviously, as this is like 20 hours before the slate starts. But I have more in-depth stuff. I have projections. I have rankings. I have these data sheets. I have interest pools um, for League of Legends for Counter-Strike game or Counter-Strike Global Offensive CSGO uh, for Rocket League, which will be Saturday. So all that stuff, in-depth breakdowns of all of that is available on Patreon. Um, you can link that down below. You can check it out. Uh, I am an independent content creator. So all that stuff is my work if you want to support me over there and just have more of an edge in these esports. Um, what you're seeing on the screen right now is just some of the, the stats, the statistics for the Spring League. Um, for some of these teams as their season starts to wrap up. So we'll go position by position, take a look at it. You can hit the subscribe button. Greatly appreciate that. Less than 100 subscribers away from 20,000 on YouTube. Also hit that notification bell if you have a second. And if you're listening on the podcast, how you doing over there? I really do appreciate you. Please do hit the subscribe button if you get any value. It helps out a ton also if you leave a review. So with that being said, tons of stuff linked down below in the description. There's free strategy guides I urge you to check out about DFS in general and specific DFS sports. Uh, There's some offers down there as well. Let's get into it, starting with uh, the top lane. So top laners today, you're going to have some huge, huge favorites on this slate. I mean, it is it is wild favorites that we're seeing. Um, I mean, it's early, so these, these lines are going to move. They're probably soft, like a minus 5,000 favorite for Invictus Gaming versus V5, and V5 has been terrible. They've only won 4.8% of their rounds. They die 18 times per contest. Um, I believe they just recently played uh, IG as well, and they actually forced it to three games, but it really wasn't all that close. Uh, so yes, a minus 5,000 favorite. I imagine this number moves down, but it's still probably going to be like minus 2,000, minus 2,500. You have T1 against Griffin today. That's a minus 2,500 dollar favorite. Um, you have, or minus 2,500 favorite. You have Gen Esports versus Sandbox Gaming, which is a minus 1,400. So you have three just huge favorites. So three of these games are so, so lopsided. And that's not even to take into account the game that has a minus 526 um, line on it, which is a huge favorite as well. So a couple of spots where you're going to see live underdogs. Um, Royal never give up. So a slight dog today. Um, you're going to see against E-Star. You're also going to see just a slight dog today um, in Damwon Gaming. They're going to be a plus 100 underdog. So there's a couple of spots today that I think underdogs are going to be in play. But for the most part, like I don't want to be taking shots on V5. I don't want to be taking shots on Griffin teams that just um, have no kill upside. Like they barely touch eight kills per contest. Um, and they're just facing teams that are huge favorites, like minus 2,000, minus 3,000 favorites. But uh, starting here, yeah, the shy at 7,400. Never like paying this much money for a top laner. But I do think that Invictus Gaming's price points today, similar to what we saw yesterday from Wii Gaming, although Wii was not anywhere near the same size favorite, it forced Wii to be um, not as owned, even though they had the very similar upside in terms of overall points to top, take down a slate for their uh, stacks. So I do think Invictus Gaming is going to be, we'll see how it turns out, uh, maybe lesser owned because of their price points and the fact that there's a few huge favorites on the slate. And I think that's right because they're just not providing a lot of value, if that makes sense. 
But at the same time, I do think that it makes them at least a little bit sneakier in GBPs if indeed they do not pick up that ownership because of their price points. The shy up top is going to be um, one of the better, if not the best option when you factor in the win, when you factor in leads, the slate um, in in damage percentage for top laners is up there. Top two for assists per contest at seven, for kills per contest at 3.3. If you're looking for somebody that's maybe a little bit cheaper, It'll be interesting. I believe Kana should probably start for T1 uh, at $7,000 over Roach. Started started 23 of the 27 contests so far. That's a spot you can go as well as a huge favorite. I'm just trying to identify interesting potential spots for favorites. I do think that Royal never gave up as a slight underdog. Ling X is somebody to keep an eye on. Ling X has a 565 uh, more or less on monkey knife fight uh, monkey knife fight is also sponsoring this video if you're interested they pretty much have player props over there uh, i project fantasy points they also have kills and assists i project all that as well uh, that stuff can help you over on uh, patreon but 56.5 there's a link down below if you want to just get a free five dollar credit or if you've already played you can click that link and use it to deposit 100 deposit match up to 50 bucks so if you want to play a ten dollar um bet today on, uh, on a more or less prop and over under prop, then pretty much you just get an extra $10 for free. But laying X at 56 and a half, if you indeed think that they pull off the slight upset, I mean, they're um, plus 108 underdogs to E-Star. If you think they pull off that slight under upset today, laying X is going to go over that 56.5. I mean, he averages 65 fantasy points per game. And obviously that's an average of both wins and losses so far, winning 62% of the rounds. I do think laying X 6.3 assists per contest out of all the starters on the slate, that's third best. You get a decent amount of kills, 2.4. That's around average on the slate for the starters. So if you think the upset is in the cards there, I think that stands out. Um, similar things can be said for damn one gaming with natural natural started 20 games again 3.6 kills per contest of natural starts today that would lead the slate you're not going to get a ton of assists but it's a player who's 5400 as a slight underdog so some of the slight underdogs do stand out to me outside of that a lot of these top laners it's it's paying all the way up the mid-range um not too much stands out i, I don't really want much of the mid-range to be completely honest with you really the mid-range for the most part is a bunch of um backups who probably aren't going to play today between gino between roach um if you're getting down to like rascal and uh, new new uh, it's not really spots that i'm, I'm trying to get to and actually i'll, I'll pause this um, to make sure that I get this name right. I had somebody send me uh, the names on how to say these, and I appreciate I appreciate sending me those. Um, and this is one of the names that's on the list, so I'll, I'll try and do that one over here. But it's going to be Nuguri. So Nuguri, <clears throat> Sam One Gaming's um, top laner here, 20 starts so far. You're getting a good amount of kills um, out of Nuguri, 2.8 per contest, but still not a spot that I really want to get to. A lot of damage, though, so that's nice. A uh, top laner is very, uh, I would say, boom or bust today, stars and scrubs if you're trying to go that way obviously for top lane it's really not a spot that i prioritize in stacks so whatever i end up with i end up with based on the rest of my stacks um, but what you're going to get here at the, at the mid laner one of the spots that you should start to prioritize mid lane and ad carry you're going to get some just huge huge uh, scoring differentials in terms of crying up top for e-star they're a slight favorite minus 145 but if they do we win crying is going to be probably a must on this slate for a player who's averaging over 100 points per contest through 27 games a huge sample size winning 70 percent of the matches that crying is in leads the slate in kill participation 77.2 leads the slate in assists 8.4 5.4 kills per contest yeah there's nothing really bad to say about crying outside of the price points 8400 um so if you can afford it, get to it. If you don't want to go full four-man stack, you want to go two-man stack with Crying, fine. If you want to just do a one-off with Crying, fine. Even in a loss, Crying is probably going to be putting up a ton, a ton of points today. Rookie for Invictus Gaming, the huge favorite. We know that um, second on the slate, only behind Crying and kills per contest and assists per contest, $8,200. Starts to become a steeper price point. 
but I'm okay getting there if that's what you want to do. Maybe you get a three-man stack of Invictus, and then you go with one of these slight underdogs or slight favorites as your four-man stack because they're cheaper. They also have similar or a decent at least shot to win. And then if you just bank on Invictus securing that win, you've got two or three players in your lineups from Invictus that should probably do really well. Um, and then your four-man stack should be a little bit lower owned and cheaper to allow that to all work in. So that's like one way of lineup construction. That would make sense. Getting down a little bit um, to Gen Esports. So BDD at 7,600 is a really good price point. Uh, the more or less over under 75.5 on Monkey Knife Fight. I actually think that that number is, is very accurate and, and is where it should be. If anything, I would lean the over if you're trying to go for that prop. 82% of the rounds that BDD plays, they have, they're victorious. You're getting 3.8 kills per count, the third highest in the slate, and the second highest kill participation. I think BDD for Gen Esports is a very uh, nice value in this upper or mid range at 7,200 or 7,600. Uh, it's a pretty strong price point. Um, Zayahu is going to be for Royal Never Give Up at 6,800. And I think this is also a nice price point, the slight underdog again, but you're getting a good amount of kills and assists, both above average, but you're also getting a player out of all the starters that leads the slate for mid laners in damage percentage at 29.6. I want to see if there's a, a pronunciation of that name in here so I can see if I uh, make sure. I'm saying it right, but I do not believe that I'm seeing one uh, for that player in here. So um, that's it for mid laner. Uh, I think that the top end plays are fantastic. I think a BDD is a nice little interesting spot. And then Royal Navy Giver, Give Ups um, mid laner also stands out a little bit. In terms of any of the bigger underdogs, not much that I'm probably going to end up getting to at mid lane. Um, just really don't want the bigger underdogs all that much at all. Uh, so support. Now you have support players with two of the highest scoring support players really in the entire league in Southwind for Invictus Gaming and Shayu C for E-Star. Um, these are just two of the best. They are the only two players with over 10 assists per contest. Shayu C has 11 assists per contest. Um, they're the um, two of the very few starters, two of the four starters in the slate that have over a kill per contest. Shayu C is getting 1.8 kills per contest. So yes, 6,200 and 6,400 is completely fair price points when, um, first of all, anything above 6,000, anything above 6,500 is expensive for a support player. Above 6,000, it's at least worth mentioning that they're expensive for their position. But when they score as much as some other top leaners, some junglers even, um, it's a it's a fine spot. So Shayu C at seven or 67 and a half, more or less, um, on monkey knife fight i actually like the more there the over if indeed you think e-star who is a slight favorite does pick up the victory i think that that, that more uh, crushes the only thing that you have to watch out for is if this doesn't go three rounds but i'm not going to project for that because i think it will go three rounds southwind for invictus gaming at 6400 either of these players is fine i prefer shy we from e-star if you're trying to find a player a little bit lower, we'll see who starts for Gen Esports, if it's Kellen or Life. Life has started about five more, six more contests so far. If it's Life, I have interest in Life at 5,400. That's a really strong price point. You're getting the player who leads all the starters if Life was indeed to start in damage percentage at 9.9% for support. You're getting the third most assists. You're getting the third most kills. So if Life does start, 5,400 is an absolute great price point for that type of a player in terms of the value that you would be um, providing there. The slight underdogs, not really much interest here. Like, I don't think I have to get to Jelly. I, I feel like even if Jelly picks up a victory and snags you 40 points um, from AF today, and averages a kill per contest, only 6.3 assists, it might still be like similar to what Southwind and Chai see. Obviously, the price point's much different, but I'm even fine getting to like a two-man stack of either South, Southwind or Chai and then just stacking their team with them. So say you have a four-man stack, um, you go to a two-man stack with Chai plus plus E-Star's uh, team spot, and then you pick up a one-off somewhere else. I'm okay doing that. I think that's still some correlation there. It allows you to just get different, but also kind of hit the ceiling of the support players um, in your lineup. Heading over to the AD carry spot now. So looking at the AD carry, um, 
Yeah, it's going to be a top a top heavy again. So you're going to see Eastar, who's only a slight favorite. They're just having huge, huge price points. We already talked about their mid lane uh, huge price point. We just went through the the support players. Now Wink is eighty six hundred dollars, and it makes sense. It's a player averaging over one hundred and three fantasy points per game. Um, leads the slate. Leads all the players by over two point five assists per contest. Has five point six kills per contest. Is actually the second highest on the slate behind Puff from Invictus Gaming. So Puff and and um, Wink are going to be on a tier of their own today in terms of projection because of just their win upside with the amount of kills and assists that they pick up. But you're going to have just a tier down from that. Um, Edward Gaming is going to have Hope today, which again, three players above $8,000, four players above $7,800 at 80 carry. It's going to be a little bit difficult to prioritize these types of players in your captain spot. So I want one of these players, if I'm only building one to five lineups between Wink, Puff, Hope, and Teddy, I want one of them in my 80 carry spot. And then I'm probably getting a slight underdog or a slight favorites 80 carry or a specific other position that scores has a higher upside mid lane in my captain spot and filling out the stacks that way. Yeah, I think all the AD carries up here are fine. I, I really can't put, point too many flaws for guys like Wink, for Puff, uh, for Hope, for Teddy as a $2,500 favorite at 7,800. Leads the slate for all the starters in damage percentage, 39.9. Leads the slate in creep score per minute at 11. 77% kill participation. That's great. So Teddy at 7,800, that's a steep price point for Teddy, but relative to the other steep price points uh, on the slate at AD carry, I think it's pretty fine. So all these guys up here uh, in the top four in AD carry are fine for me. They're going to be in player pools. They'll be players that I'll be rotating through, trying to get different elsewhere. The underdogs, I don't really want much of their AD carries. Um, I guess that the one that I would point out would be Betty. So Betty for Royal never give up as a slight underdog. If you wanted to get your lineups different, you put Betty in your AD, in your captain spot at 7,200. You do a little four-man stack of RNG, and then you work from there. I don't really have much interest in uh, Mystic from um, AF. Mystic, even in victories, doesn't really pop off all that much. I will point out that some of the Monkey Knife Fight uh, props today, Hope at 75.5 as an over-under. I'm going to be taking the over on that today um, from Edward Gaming, I would imagine. Again, I have to do my projections later today, but just based on what I have sensed from the props from Monkey Knife Fight, Hope, I like the over there. Uh, for Ruler, I'm probably going to just lay off of that prop. It's probably about right and then for betty though as a slight underdog if you think betty indeed in rng pull this victory off and that's how you want to hedge your bets then it's going to be way over that 68.5 again they're a slight underdog so that's unexpected but if you do think so it's going to be way way over that heading to junglers now it's going to be similar stories here for some of the top own junglers i don't really want to pay eight thousand dollars for we from e-star so i doubt i get there at all yes we is by far out of all the starters the best when it comes to assists you're seeing like three assists more than anybody else for all the starters when it comes to kills outside of leanne for invictus gaming you're seeing solid kills at 2.8 leanne at 7600 from invictus gaming uh leanne's been starting as of late over ning uh so you're getting just a ton of kills nine contests so far 4.4 kills per contest 16.3 percent damage both of those lead to slate these are steep price points for junglers, not really where I like to go, but yes, they stand in a tier of their own Liang, 88.9% win percentage when Liang starts, uh, and we is going to be getting a 70.4% win percentage, and then you get some of the, the backups like Ning, in, in case Ning was to start 7,400. Because and Elim have been splitting it back and forth in terms of who's starting. Uh, if you ended up getting Elim starting, I'd actually have interest there in a small sample, 7,200. Uh, if Cuz was to start again as a $2,500 favorite, you can get there. A ton of kill participation, high up there in damage percentage, second on the slate at 15.5. But I probably just end up getting a little bit higher up to Liang uh, and finding that extra $200. 
trying to find some players uh, that are maybe a little bit cheaper. Um, if you want to try and head to like the, the 6K range at Jungler, it really does drop off. They almost try to handicap you into paying all the way up. Uh, for Royal Never Give Up, once again, I've talked about them as sort of a, a, a lesser owned or a cheaper stack, XLB. You're not going to see the same type of 100-point ceiling out of XLB, but if you can snag a victory here and to get that 65, 75-point ceiling upside, you do get average kills at 2.3, average assists at 6.6 .6 per contest. I think all those check out. Looking for anything much below that though is going to be difficult you can look to punch if punch was to start for sandbox over on fleek punch in a couple of contests has done really well in terms of picking up assists getting around the map to actually secure assists and both kills good kill participation but you're also probably playing a player there as a plus 678 favorite that's going to pick up a loss and maybe get swept and that just makes it so you're, you're taking on a huge risk so a lot of these junglers don't really stand out because they've priced up the top guys we and liang uh, to a spot that's really difficult to get to but Outside of that, you're really just taking on risks. There's not much other things to like. Clyde at $7,000 flat for Gen Esports is just a very okay play. It's for $7,000. I'd rather find 600 and get to Liang, who I think has probably somewhere around like a 10 a point higher ceiling from that regard. And then XLB is probably the only underdog that I would actually want to get to at 6,200 today. So jungler is a little bit of usually as it is a difficult spot to get to because I usually tend to just play uh, down a little bit less. Um, but it's not what I plan on doing today, maybe. I don't know. It's it's. We'll see how the crunches come up. It's it's difficult to want to get up to those types of uh, AD carry and mid lane type prices for a jungler. We'll probably end up getting to a lot of XLB, probably some Clyde as well. For the team slots, um, yeah, team slots is depends on your stacks. If you have a four-man stack of RNG, you probably shouldn't have their team stack in there, and that allows you to get to more Invictus Gaming, T1, Gen Esports, all the favorites and teams that I think have a chance to win. So the, the six favorites tonight and then probably Royal never give up. And then maybe um, Freezes AF, I'll put in as some team slots, but probably not. Um, so I think Royal never give up is a good team to stack today as an underdog, but probably not a team that I get to in the team slot. So I'll be sticking to and prioritizing Invictus Gaming, um, Edward Gaming, Gen Esports, T1, Teams like that, when I don't have Royal Never Give Up as a stack, I'll probably get to more E-Star there. E-Star has a huge, huge ceiling in terms of when they win what their team can do. Um, so, yes, if I'm playing 150, I'll have some E-Star team spots in there. Obviously not stacking it with the Royal Never Give Up since they're reversing them. But, uh, yeah, that's a really good spot at 5,200 for E-Star's overall team. I think that Gen Esports is a nice price point at 5,800. That's where I'm at right now for this Friday six-game slate. Appreciate you tuning into this one. Thank you so much for it. Hit the subscribe button before you go. Check out what I have to offer over on Patreon. Tons and tons of stuff. We have rankings. So for League of Legends, we have rankings. We have um, these sheets. We have interest pools. We have projections. Uh, Discord access as well for depending on the tier. For Counter-Strike Gaming, we're going to have projections as of either today or tomorrow. We already have rankings over there. Um, we have these data sheets with interest. Same thing will happen for Rocket League. So be sure to check it out. NBA NFL Sim projections as well. Appreciate y'all tuning into this one. My name's Sal Vetri. Hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you in the next one. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.